Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie Swedberg, and I am so excited to have you along for this hour where we're going to talk about how to podcast like a pro with a pro herself. Felice Gerwitz is our guest today. And during the next hour, you're going to discover from her why to consider hosting your own podcast, how to podcast to build your brand, and why promoting your brand is so critical. The key strategy for great shows and how to prepare to succeed, the secret to repeat listeners and shares, why quality is so important, and some budget-friendly equipment you can start with, how to decide to air live or pre-recorded shows and then whether or not to edit your programs, the importance of getting the word out and how to network effectively, plus how to monetize it all. Felice is a serial entrepreneur and enthusiastic about her company, Media Angels Incorporated, which she founded in 1994. She's also the author of 17 books, an author consultant, podcasts weekly at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, and Felice is the founder of Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and the newly launched Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, which she'll share a little bit about today. She's been married for 37 years to her best friend, Jeffrey, and they've homeschooled and raised five children and are now grandparents to seven. You can learn more about Felice over at mediaangels.com, and welcome to you, Felice. So who is that person, Marnie? <laughs> <laughs> who is that busy, skilled, oh uh, accomplished I, person, right? I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so great. Oh, and so tracking tracking you through the years has been so much fun because oh, I was just gosh. actually, as I was even going over your bio, you know, 17, author of 17 books, and, and some of the ways that these books fell into your lap um, obviously, you positioned yourself, God positioned you, but then you were available. And some of these came in really fascinating, interesting ways, which we don't have time to go into today. But I've just enjoyed watching you let Jesus uh, uh, move you around and in and out of right. spheres of influence and in and out of projects. And Wow. <laughs> And, and maybe that's why the first podcast I'll be doing over at the new podcast uh, network is a few minutes with God. And all that is, is, is telling you to stop and listen. <laughs> so it's just right. like, you know, you go, you know, that's so important. And I, and every success either one of us has had is because the Lord is in the helm. And if it doesn't go well, you kind of look at it and go, gosh, Lord, I guess I didn't hear that right. And let's let's start again. So yeah, yeah, so or even or even beyond. I didn't hear that right. You know, maybe there were lessons to learn here, or maybe right. this is preparing this this set of skills that I learned here that I didn't get to maybe turn out the way I hoped or whatever. I get to use later on, and I've seen that so often times too, where it's real confusing. In fact, I was just working on that earlier today, and we are going to get to this podcasting pro pro thing here in just a minute. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about that earlier today about how confusing it can be to walk with God. And you look at the people in the Bible and, you know, it had to be really confusing for David to get anointed king and then kind of just put on the back burner for years, Mm. you know, or for Daniel to, you know, to reach the level that he did, um, you know, all the whole time serving the enemy government, you know, which would be nobody's ideal career move. And then at the end of all that good service to get thrown into lion's den, you know, I mean, all these things are you know, pretty confusing. And so when we're going through life and we have confusing moments, 
we just know, okay, God's got us and it's going to be okay. We're going to go forward from here. But today, today, we are going to talk about podcasting. Felice, you have done so, I can't even imagine how many hours of <laughs> of um, interviewing and, and podcast hosting and radio show hosting that you've done over the years, but you are definitely a pro at this. You put together homeschool, um, ultimate homeschool, what did you call them? Conferences or teleconferences? It was it was Expo, Ultimate Homeschool Expo. Expo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody else, that was somebody else's uh, conceived plan. That was Cindy Rushton, who's a mutual friend. She connected us, actually. And I took it over. And so it was, you know, that was a lot um, because she is Wonder Woman. I mean, she's amazing and so that um is still available but those are all in the archives and uh the the podcast um you know i had a show on blog talk actually that was the writing and publishing it's called information in a nutshell and it actually is still up um i don't podcast there anymore but um but it's there and so you know as the lord's led me down this path it's been it's been interesting and i'm excited to talk to people about hosting their own podcast because um, I, you know, know people like research and facts and I'm not going to bore you with a bunch, but I'm going to just tell you that the latest research says half of Americans listen to online radio weekly. So, and that's not even really considering all the mobile, you know, uh, there's so many mobile apps now, you know, every smartphone has an app to listen to a podcast. So if that's not, you know, reason enough. I have quite a few I can I can share with you. <laughs> okay, well, we can maybe come back to that later too. But I, and maybe it's part of this answer to this question. Right, it is. But why why should somebody consider hosting um, their own podcast if they haven't done it yet? Well, they don't know anything about yeah. it, but they're just thinking, you know, maybe I should. Why would I bother? Yeah, I'm I'm going to start with with that actually. Um, you know, half of Americans listen. So if you have a message you want to get out there, um, that's a huge audience and I began as a public speaker and so I was, you know, homeschooling my kids and and asked to present, you know, do you know anything about this? Well, I happen to be a teacher, so it was a natural um, you know, little segue into into the public speaking and sharing with moms how to teach specific topics. And I um, ended up on the stage of the state homeschool conference with hundreds of people in a room. My kids actually came and told me, Mom, if they put everybody in the conference in this room, um, there still would be room. Like, thank you. Now I'm nervous. I was nervous before you told me how many people could fit in that room. What room do they put me in? Oh, my gosh. But, you know, I could have hundreds, you know, or even a 1,000 people in a room, and I have that many downloads or more almost a minute my audio goes out, my podcast goes out. So I'm in front of, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands over the years of uh, listens. And so if you have um, a message, to me it's an extension of a platform. You know, I work with authors and aspiring authors, and when they complete a book, and actually at the very beginning that's something that I talk to them about, is, you know, do not wait to do your marketing. Yes, your book is done. I have it now. I'm going to look at it. But start getting the word out and what is a good way to get the word out and one of them is a podcast it helps to promote your brand you get to go straight to the audience um there isn't you know you don't have to wait for someone to like marnie to invite you on a show you can have your own show 
you know, you can teach or share what's on your heart. You can interview great guests. And, you know, eventually we'll talk about that. You can also make money with sponsorship or promote your own products. So those are, you know, some of the ways, and I could go on, but I, I wanted to bullet point and just keep it brief, Marnie, because um, we have so much to get through. Absolutely. I think that there's so many things. One of the things I love about hosting a show, too, because for me, I am always learning. That's kind of my job is to stay ahead of the stay ahead of the curve as much as I can. And so I have to keep learning. So one of the joys of hosting a podcast is that I'll hear somebody speak somewhere or I'll hear somebody on a topic that I'm interested in. And then I get to invite them to my show and to learn more from them in a public forum, which, you know, we're doing that here today. I'm going to learn right. from you, Felice, as we're going through this hour. I personally gain from it, as well as I have access as a, a host to people who I otherwise could never really have access to and and to answer the questions that are burning inside me and I think are burning inside other people as well. So it's really a wonderful kind of a win-win uh, if you look at it that way. It is a lot of work, though. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit as we go yeah. through here, too. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of work that goes into it. But it's, you know, if it if it's a good fit for you, it's definitely worth it. Right. Right. And that's the thing. You know, this is a live show, so I'm going to jump to another part of it so if you're listening live right now and you have twitter that's one of the ways to get people here is to go on twitter right now just grab the url link and just tell people where you are and the reason i'm telling you that is because i think that's point number you know 20 on my list here (laughs) but um you know so i'm giving you a, a little a little heads up you know we're we're christian women marty so you're it's really hard to say to people, okay, now that you're here listening to my show, could you please all go out on Twitter and let people know that, or even on Facebook or whatever social media you use. You know, if you're if you're on the phone listening, you know, go on and, and text or, or something and let people know. Um, because we don't want to do that, you know, and we feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and, um, you know, tooting my own horn. But it, but it's one of the ways to get people to come and listen and share their hearts. So, uh, you know, and something you may hear would be something that, that, that you needed to hear, you know. So, um, you know, it's, it's a really a, a great tool. Mm, that's great. Well, let's talk about branding for just a couple of minutes because uh, a podcast is a great way to help build a brand. But let's just back up for a moment. Uh, Felisa, what is so important about having a brand that is recognizable? When we first learned about the word brand, you know, I don't know if you thought this, Marnie, I'm such a, you know, I was a middle school teacher and I always said it took one to know one. <laughs> smart aleck kind of a thing and I thought it's not the thing on the side of the cow come on you're calling me a brand you know what is that and basically what I what it means to me how about that well I'll tell you what that means and basically it's it's my credibility if I say I have this great product or service how are you going to trust me and Mm -hmm. so by you getting to hear me, like you've listened to Marnie's show, you know, and I follow Marnie's show. So if I follow Marnie and I have gotten to know her and, you know, I know her heart and I am so blessed by what she's sharing for me freely um, on her podcast, then when Marnie says I have a new book or a product, I want to bless her back. I, you know, I might see a friend share that 
that book or product. But if I don't know that person and I can't trust them or there isn't some kind of, you know, credibility or reliability, um, it's important to have a brand for those reasons uh, so that you're recognizable for one thing um, and then for the other so that you can, you know, bring that to your listeners on your podcast. Right. I was thinking about back to your <laughs> the brand on the side of a cow, which is actually a pretty good description <laughs> of what it is. <laughs> you're wanting to kind of, um, in a gracious way, you're wanting to kind of sear into the minds of, of guests who you are and why you're there, why you're bothering with this, what you're doing there. And if it's all about money, they can read through that. Or if it's all about, you know, whatever status, they can read through that. But if your heart is really to share quality you know, content or quality uh, services or quality products, you know, they can also, they can also tell that and they'll remember that. And I, so I think the the promoting of the brand is so important and a podcast is definitely a really good way to help with that because you, you really get the platform. And like you said, you don't have to wait to be on somebody else's. You can, you can have your own and say, Say what's in your heart and what's on your mind. We're going to take a real quick break and come back, and we're going to talk about some key strategies for showing, uh, for, for having a great show and how to prepare to succeed. So we'll be right back. Let's talk about boot camps, webinars, expos, group coaching, and stuff like that. I love investing into your life at every opportunity, so I host group coaching programs plus frequent expos, webinars, and boot camps. For example... Visit www.biblestudyexpo.com. That's one of the sites that's under the umbrella of Marnie.com. Over there, you're going to find 80 individual 15-minute interview MP3s with authors of women's Bible study books. So the next time you're choosing a Bible study book for yourself or your group, visit BibleStudyExpo.com and actually meet the authors and hear why they wrote that book. It's available anytime you have time over at BibleStudyExpo.com. Another thing you'll find at Marty.com are the MP3s, PDFs, and PowerPoints of all previous boot camps, so you can tap into that training in your spare moment. No need to show up on a particular day because everything's available to you anytime you have time. And be sure to take advantage of the monthly group coaching program. I personally have paid $600 for group coaching like this, but I offer it free as part of the mentorship program or a la carte for just $99 a month. My heart is to help you succeed at reaching your God-given goals as soon as possible. So join us each month for 21-day group coaching. All of this and more is available to you at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie Sleberg, and you have joined us now at Marnie's Friends. We're doing a podcast on how to podcast like a pro. And so if you've ever thought about starting your own show, today's the day to tune in and take notes. Uh, Felice Gerwitz is our guest, and her website is MediaAngels.com. She has lots of stuff over there, and you want to go check her out after the show. Uh, Felice, right now, let's talk about some key strategies for great shows and how to prepare to succeed. And if we could just camp only one place today, I'd love to just spend a whole hour here. We don't have a whole hour, but I'd like to spend some time here because it is one thing to start and have an idea to do it, and it's a whole other thing to really have it fly. Oh, it is. And I have the um, the proof of it. Uh, basically, starting my um, – so the first podcast network I started was the Ultimate Christian, um, I actually, I'm going to have to remember, and Sam's switching gears now, it's the ultimate 
homeschool radio network. That's the first one. That's the one that's going on now because now I'm in the Christian podcast mode. Um, And when I started, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this big. I'm going to start with 21 shows. And out of that first launch, many of my podcasters are no longer podcasting. And not that they didn't do a great job, you know, it, it's it's a lot, you know, the key strategy, I think, is longevity and realizing that you have to have some prep time. And and like you said, you know, people podcast for different reasons. Um, and when there isn't a really good focus, um, I, I think it's it's difficult to continue. So it's just like any author who wants to write a book. Um, My question, my first question to them is not what's the book about, you know, tell me something about it. My question is, are you passionate about this topic? Mm, Excellent. Because if you are passionate, you're going to be excited. People approach me all the time with these great ideas or these great things. And I'll say, you know, I'm not passionate about that. And, you know, what is your problem? This is so good. You know, I can't believe you wouldn't do this. And it's a great thing, um, but it's not what the Lord has for me. And you know that, Marnie. You, you're mm-hmm. focused, too. Um, and so I think that's the first thing. That's, that's my key strategy. The second is to know your topic. If you're having to do a ton of research every single day, um, you know, to be able to podcast. And I have podcasted about topics that are, are outside of my wheelhouse. But if I'm going to sit here and talk to you about, the, you know, something that the Lord has shared with me um, on the side of the house or how to do a science fair project with your kids, and I have a book on that topic, I can do five podcasts right off the bat. So I found that authors and public speakers, you know, tend to be the best podcasters because they're passionate about their topic, they know their topic, and they're focused. So, um, you know, there are some things that I have heard and I and any new podcaster that comes on, because I've learned a lot and I am accepting podcasters um, at the um, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and also eventually when that launches um, the Ultimate uh, Christian Podcast Network, um, I have people send me samples of their work, you know, if they've spoken publicly and one of um, my podcasters is podcasting with a really good friend of hers, and they're having the best time ever. They are cracking up and laughing, and I'm just not getting it because I don't know them. You know, this is the first time I'm listening to them. I don't know them, or let's say you happen upon a podcast, and you're just like, what's going on here? So while you can, you know, eventually, um, you know, do a do that. You just really can't have this, you know, good old time where all you're doing is laughing and you have inside jokes because your audience isn't going to get it and they're not going to stay, you know, connected. <laughs> right, and that should right. probably go under, you know, how to have what not to do to have listens and shares. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and uh, you know, a couple of things like you can't read a script. I bullet point things. You know, if it's a topic I don't know, Marnie, I will script it. Because I don't want to get lost, and I will highlight certain things. Now, those take me longer, but for some reason, if the Lord really wants me to do something, I argue with him sometimes. <laughs> like, really, Lord, I don't really want to talk about this. Um, but, 
you know, in prayer, I feel like this is where the Lord's leading me. He did that for my podcast for December. Hmm. It wasn't the warm, fuzzy ones I like to do, like, you know, hosting a family when you have, you know, 10 kids under the age of 10. I didn't say that. But, you know, like having a great family Christmas celebration when all the grandkids come over and we do that. But I I podcasted about that. But this one was like on depression. And so I really had to seek him and pray. And, you know, so that was more scripted out. And so, but you don't want to sound like, you know, um, use bullet points, practice, but don't be wooden. That's one of my bullet points. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) You can hear voices when they do it. What's what's so interesting? What's so interesting is that as as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking maybe we better back up for a second because, like this show right now, I almost always have guests on, and I'm the host, and then I interview the guest, and we have a you know banter like we're doing back and forth, but the guest guest is doing the main teaching points. A lot of what you've done over the past is you're you're a solo presenter. Can you talk about that for just a minute? How that differs? Yeah, and that was interesting how that came about. And that actually is one of my other bullet points, so I'll skip that when I get to it. Okay, so why did I do that, Marnie? Because the Lord revealed to me, and and this is not necessarily, you know, because you've been very successful doing what you're doing, but the Lord revealed to me that I needed to stop hiding behind other people. And And I'm like... You know, you know how like when you pray and you get something and you you check it a million times because you don't know if that's really from God, and then you ask people to pray for you. Because I was podcasting, especially on the expo, on on the Ultimate Homeschool Expo, and I would just introduce people, just like a seminar. They would do their thing, and I would come back at the end. We might have some Q and A, and Marnie, you know, you were on Mm -hmm. many times um, as a guest, but. The Lord and research actually backed this up, showed that people come not to hear your guests, Marnie. They're coming to hear you. And as as Christian women, we think, oh, my gosh, that's prideful, and I don't want to think that somebody's coming to hear me. And um, And so I really didn't do that. In fact, a lot of my earlier shows were all um, on the network, um, the homeschool network, were all guests. And the same thing with the information in a nutshell, the writing and publishing one on Blog Talk. Uh, I would say 99.9% I had a guest on. And so what, what people, some people do is they'll interview somebody because they want that person to bring in the listen. And they, they think in doing that, it's easy. But if you don't know your guests, like I, you know me, you know, we've done things through the years. But if I don't know my guests, I need to research, know about them, know, you know, a little bit anyway. And so I found that not having a guest allowed me to really pray and really seek the Lord. And I started doing things like every month I basically have a theme. And that works really well for me because each podcast can be listened to alone, but they cannot, they also build on each other. So, um, and, and I didn't start out doing that or even consciously think this is what I needed to do. I'm an idea person. I am not an organized detail person. (laughs) So the fact that it's coming out organized and detailed um, really speaks <laughs> to prayer. <laughs> not, That's not right. Okay. Well, and and how long are how long are those when you do a solo? How long is it? It's 
they're short. They're they're much shorter. They're as my friend calls it, a walk around the block. You know, between uh, probably 25 minutes, and we have an intro, outro, um, you know, music, and we have advertising as well, and we have sponsors at times. Uh, so, you know, um, I would say most of our shows are sponsored at this point, and whether the sponsor is Media Angels, my company, or another sponsor. Um, so that just gives a little time for that, but they're short. They, it doesn't, people don't all like, this is a teaching podcast and this is great. And this is something that people are going to listen to again and again and take notes. But if you're just talking about a topic, sometimes having one thing, um, for an hour is long and we started out at an hour and, you know, and I, I survey our listeners a lot. We have a very large email group. And um, so a lot of times I will do an incentive. You know, I'm, I'm such a giving gifts is my love language. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I can't ask for anything for free. Oh, we'll give you, you know, one, one person who does a survey will get a $25 gift card for something. But, um, and then they're great. They give us feedback and what they like. And I asked one time, Hey, could you guys just respond if you have, you know, what, what has blessed you about our podcast network? And I got a ton of different people. Like one lady said, she goes for a walk in the morning and listens to my, my podcast there is vintage homeschool mom. And um, she starts her morning that way, takes her walk and then has some prayer time and goes back and, then the you know I think her husband's home and then the kids get up and she schools them, so it, you get to hear a little bit about you know so now I think about that homeschool mommy sometimes when I talk you know, and mm. um, it's a blessing it really is. Hmm. So we were talking about key strategies for a great show and how to prepare to succeed. And I just agree with you so much that passion is just critical. If you, I say that to authors too, if you don't love it, by the time you're done, you are going to so hate it. You just really have to love it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you do. You do. And then uh, you had, um, you know, familiar topics, no bullet, no scripts, try to do bullet points. Um, other things in there, was there anything else that you wanted to bring out about that? Yeah, titles and, gra- and graphics are mm-hmm. important. We didn't realize how important um, Pinterest was to podcasting. And um, I'm just praising God that I don't have to do my social media anymore, but because um, they know a lot more than I do. But I found that, you know, like even to the size of your graphics, and it, this is like when you get to the point where you're really optimizing. Like when you start a podcast, this might be overkill here. But the title is important too. Usually in books, you, there was a trend where people had these really long titles. You don't want that in podcasts. Um, you want something where you can, you know, just like this one is so perfect. You know, you know what this one's going to be about. And if you're interested, you'll click on it. You know, so Mm -hmm. you want, you know, the pithy titles and you want graphics, um, especially for us. Now, your album graphic is different, and that's getting into a whole more of the techie side of it. That's always going to be, you know, the same thing that you like, for example, if you go to iTunes and you find our shows that that album cover is all the same. But this is this other graphic I'm talking about is to be shared on social media. And it's where our um, our page and our posts reside each podcaster has their own page on my network and then they have a different graphic for each each show that they do because we didn't do that at first Marnie and we found that nobody was sharing our stuff 
and mm-hmm. uh, and and that was so important. Hmm. Yeah, it's really great, and and it's back to that social media, the sharing thing, and this is something that it took years for my head to get around. I just couldn't get my brain around it. What do you mean shareable? <laughs> but what you mean by shareable <laughs> is that even though it's like even though Felice posts it on her page and I see it in my news feed, it's so awesome that I have to press share and tell my whole group about this. And so it's not, it can't. And that's all. Hey, Marnie, I just lost you. I don't know if you can still hear me. Hey, Marnie, can you hear me? Find your next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range. Speaker profiles include their bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. Connect directly with any speakers you like by phone, social media, or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connecting place for hundreds of speakers and thousands of event planners since 2002. It's all fast fun and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Okay, are we here now? Yes, Lisa, I are you here? I, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I think we I should jump directly you, so. we we should jump directly to the section about quality. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, so funny. I love blog talk radio, but it seems like it seems like every few shows we have little techie issues that go on, and that is a frustration that we have. It's an amazing platform in so many ways, and I stick with it because of all those other fantastic features. But it is a little frustrating when it drops callers or goes deaf or whatever. But right. anyway, so let's let's go back and uh, just finish up. You were going to do key strategies for great shows and how to prepare to succeed. Did we get through that one? Yes, we did. Okay. Well, let's go ahead then next to the secret to repeat listeners and shares. And actually, we were talking about that exactly because we were talking about how to make it shareable. I had just said, and I'm not sure if you got to hear this part, I had just said that um, it took me a while to get my brain around what shareable really meant. Did you hear that? Right. Yes, I did. Yeah. And what, what is your thoughts on that? I think that the best gift any of your listeners can give you is to post your show on their their Facebook and let people know about it and maybe even say something that they liked about it. And also, if you see, you know, a, a, a podcast and you listen to a little bit of it, you may not even get all the way through by sharing it. That really helps. Um, there is a, you know, like the the things that go viral, you know, and I never worry about that because that's not what, what we're all about. We're about, you know, serving a, a much bigger God, and if he touches the one person, we're, we're good with that. But um, it, it's important to bless those that, you know, have blessed you with all of this free content and information. 
um, if you feel led to, you know, and some people uh, consider that, like some brands consider that diluting their brand, you know, and, and to me that tends to be a little bit prideful. Like I have no problem sharing if a friend, you know, even messages me, that helps, you know, and says I have something really big coming along. Can you share this? I'll, I'll share it on my wall. I don't have a tr- any problem with that. So, um, you know, it's, it, it really depends um, on what you're trying to do and, and reach, but it really, again, um, I think it's just, just being gracious and, and sharing with other people is, is important. Yeah, I think one of the things that I've found that helps with um, repeat listeners is to have a consistent format and a consistent time so that it's not mm-hmm. just like whenever right. I feel like doing it. And the quality of the guest is pretty consistent, and so it's not like um, sometimes we have an agenda, sometimes we don't. You know, it's always pretty right. much apples to apples. And what you're going to find, I think, with that, at least what I've found, police, is that the people who love that, I really count on it, and and then you know they are, they put it on their calendar and they come and they listen and you know people tell me oh I miss it live and I like so much to listen live and other people are like I can't wait until your you know the replays are ready because I can't listen live but I always listen at seven o'clock or whatever right. so you know I mean it's like they can count on it and it's like the mm-hmm. evening news or something that you can just count on at ten o'clock I'm going to be able to catch up with the news for the day or whatever it is. It just makes it more. Um, it makes it easier to come back if you know when to come back and what you're what's, what you're going to find when you get there. Right, and and being relevant to what your audience wants. You know, if you get feedback, you're going really to yeah. you know uh, react to that, and also um, being reachable. Um, you know, people know that they can reach me. They I may not answer an email immediately, but they can reach me, and they can reach me on social media, and we have. Um, pages set up for that. Like we have an, an ultimate um, homeschool radio network, just regular Facebook page, but we also have a private um, page for our listeners that they may want to come and ask some specific questions. And if we, you know, hear that uh, enough, um, sometimes we'll even put up blog posts um, and ask our, our listeners at large, you know, what what would you like to hear by way of shows? I mean, that's how we got our special needs show. It's, it's called um, Brain Coach Podcast. Brain Coach Tips, I guess, podcast. But it, because people kept getting over and over and over. And until that Lord brought me that right person, you know, I'd met some, but it, none of them were the fit, good fit until I found the person that is. And she's been doing a fabulous job. And uh, so uh, she's relevant. She knows her stuff. She's passionate about it. You know, she had a, a child with special needs. So so those are things that, that I think really help. And, you know, to have the repeat listeners and, and increase your shares, you know, you have to be, you know, Marnie, again, people come to hear you. I know you don't like to hear this <laughs> because you're one of the sweetest, humblest people I know. But they do. They want to hear you. They want to know, you know, what am I doing on a Wednesday? You know, this is uh, 4 o'clock my time, 3 your time, you know, whatever your zone is. Um, or can I, you know, find it on iTunes and can I follow it? Can I subscribe to her feed? You know, again, these are, are ways that um, you are blessing us without putting any money out there. It's is just by following our shows, and that helps so much. 
Mm, yeah, it's great. And I think one of the things that always makes me really happy is when when I'm having a conversation with a guest, and at the end, at, at the end, the guest herself or himself will say, you know, I learned today too. And that's always really encouraging because as a podcast host or as the interviewer, you know, sometimes you feel like you don't really have a part. You're just asking the questions. But really, guys, my experience is the more that you engage with it, like what Felice is saying, the better you're going to do. Because honestly, if they don't like you as an interviewer, as a person, they aren't going to keep coming. They'll find somebody that right. fits with their personality style better. So go ahead and, and live out loud. Be be fully you. I love that. You know, we just did have a little glitch a little bit ago, but we are going to talk about quality next because it is important <laughs> that the quality is as good as it possibly can be. And you actually have some budget-friendly equipment to help us um, help somebody get I started. Do. I do. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, before I went live, I don't normally – so I'm going to tell you what you can do and what you're supposed to do, and then I'll tell you what what I am doing. How's that? So okay. um, I when I record my podcasts, because they are not live, and we did start out live. Vintage Homeschool Mom started out live, and I decided um, to pull the show and, and to do it in the archives. Because people were, were, they're so sweet. They were coming and saying, hey, I'm just stopping in because I even did it at noon. And I figured somewhere some, some mom's having lunch, <laughs> so either early lunch or, you know. And I thought that would be a good idea. You could put the, you know, computer up and listen as you're preparing lunch for the kids. And they would just come by and say, hey, I'm going to have to listen later. I can't stay. And more and more people were saying, well, we listen in the archives, and I could look at my numbers and see that. So I got a microphone, and I use um, – I had a more expensive one, Marnie, but it, there's a difference between a directional and an omnidirectional. The one I had was omnidirectional, and it was for my recordings if I was going um, to a public place. So I could record – you know, a seminar I was giving and get the audience and even get questions from the audience that really picked up everything. The one I, I purchased is an audio techno is the one I use. It's a USB mic. You can get them for between $80 and $140. I have a boom for it, and I have a stand and, you know, different equipment that goes with it. I have, you know, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like the pea popper thing. You pop your peas when you're talking. It just, you know, will, will make it pop on the audio. So there's a cover for it. Um, and mine's a really pr- pretty blue color. And so, you know, for a very small amount, you don't have to go crazy. And if you have an, a Windows computer, you can use Audacity, which you can Google that. It's free. There's lots of videos on how to use Audacity. Um, that's great, and if you have an Apple computer, GarageBand is built in, and that's the software you're going to use to record it. So that gives you a beautiful, uh, you know, like a, a CD quality. Um, and when I uh, do my interviews, and I do host one show a month with a co-host, um, it's Meredith Curtis, who is awesome, and the way the Lord uses us is I send her, I'll text her, and I'll say, okay, uh, send me five things on preparing your heart for Christmas. That's the one we just did. And I usually try to keep it small because we both have a lot to say. And and she'll, but I won't look at it, and the Lord dovetails them. It's amazing. But we use a, a software online, and I use my phone. And right now I actually had a microphone and headset, and um, my headset was my son's cheapy $20 Bluetooth headset, and uh, for some reason um, I wasn't able to connect. 
So I called in on my phone. Another, you know, being a prepared podcaster, you're going to do both things, call in on your phone and have your other external mic if you do that, um, so that in case one thing doesn't work, the other will. Because <laughs> uh, if something is going to go wrong, it might. So, um, but that, and then we upload our audios and we do a, a couple of other things to it as well. Um, that's more, gets more into the techie aspect of it, but it's, it's fun. And, uh, you know, um, as, as far as the, um, the number one thing on my list here, do you want to hear what that is? Absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh. My first point was, ladies, take off your jewelry. No earrings, bracelets, or anything, because the microphone will pick it up. I interviewed somebody, and whenever I even did, like, I do my mommy jammies night, and Marnie spoken, and that is a live event. And I usually have everybody come on early, and so that we can hear, you know, check, check their sound. And some people that are nervous want to do it ahead of time, and we do. Um, and I'll hear the clanging, and I'll say, you know, are you wearing earrings? Oh, yes, I am. Well, could you please take them off? Because it's hitting against your phone, you know, not not a good thing. Um, don't move around. So I, when I publicly speak, um, if they have a lapel mic, I love it because I like to get excited and, and move around. That does not work for podcasts. If you get up, and you move around, you could sound breathless, or, you know, you might bump into something, or you might lose your train of thought, and um, you, it, it just does not work. So that's another thing um, I ask my guests is to, um, you know, try to sit still. Um, same thing with shuffling papers, you know, things like that, or typing on the keyboard. One of my podcasters, I was listening, and these are professionals. These guys are keynotes on, like, 12 different conferences a year and they decided for some reason on one podcast to put it on speakerphone and just try it out. And it's a husband and wife and they're, they're really awesome. And they're really good friends of mine. So I could message them and say, people, who, Melanie, were you typing while Hal was talking? And they were like, oh my gosh, did it really Did you hear that? Right. Yeah. You hear Click, 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 click. So if you're being interviewed and, you know, don't stick your your mic on the side or your, you know, and start typing, you know. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm being interviewed by Marnie right now. You know, just had to shoot you an email. No, it can wait, you know. Um, so just those, you wouldn't think that that was an important thing, but it really is. You know, it, it's the difference between a quality podcast and one that is um, kind of spur of the moment, you know, and, and some people could possibly get away with that, you know, it, it might, but those are my thoughts, Marnie. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of interesting because we did have the glitch earlier. So you came in and you started on your phone because your computer hookup wouldn't work. And I came in on the computer hookup, and I had to come back on my phone because the computer hookup eventually died for me too. So it's, it's what you said earlier, be prepared and go with the best you can. Um, if you're being interviewed by other podcasts, I, they have rules. Like some of them only do Skype. Some of them only do landline. Some of them, you know, I mean, you just have to go with what they right. are asking you to do and make it work because that's your job. 
And right. so, but I think the main key, the main key here is to be flexible and be prepared for it to need you to be flexible. I think the other thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about no typing, um, I actually keep a paper notebook in front of me as I'm interviewing today and every time I interview so that I can jot notes about what I want to swing back to and mention later or highlight as we're going forward. As you're, as you're focusing on your guest's voice and on your guest's comment, you don't want to lose that, lose being in the present of the moment to try to remember something you want to come back to. And so right. I just have a notepad and I can just jot all these things down. And then, okay, so maybe maybe it gets a little sluggish never with you, Felice, but maybe it gets a little sluggish with the guest. And uh, you can you can go back and tack back onto one of the topics you were talking about earlier because you had three thoughts up there. But by right. having a way to jot it down without tick, 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 ticking on your computer keyboard, it just allows you to stay very present in the moment and to go forward from there. Now, one of the things you and I have talked about over the years is whether to uh, edit the recordings afterwards. And I, I'd just like you to quickly just share your progression on that one. Well, probably, you know, probably more more times than not, I don't. If I've really messed up on something, um, you know, sometimes you're talking a mile a minute and then it just comes out all garbled and you're like, what's that? So, um, or you may give the wrong information. Like on our podcast, I tried to give a number because we found on our network, people will look for that specific number. So if it's podcast 161 or whatever that is, and more times than not, not a detailed person, I'll put the wrong podcast number in. So like something like that, I'll have to go back in and listen to the whole thing and figure out, you know, what three places I usually mention at the beginning after commercial break, because that's where the show notes are. And people, you know, sometimes I will say, and I I do that as well. I, I like, I print it out everything. I have it up on my computer screen, but what if the computer goes out? So it's just like going to a talk and you bring your thumb drive because, and they want you to email your PowerPoint and then you bring your hand, hand-printed PowerPoint notes, I do, because you don't want to not be prepared. And, uh, and so, I, you know, I'll, I'll jot something down or I'm talking and I'll say, oh, my gosh, this is a great website for you. Let me get you that, and that will be in the show notes. So, you know, things like that. But for the most part, people want to see that you're human, that you're real. Um, if you've said something and you're thinking, I really shouldn't have said that, go ahead and take it out you know, err on the side of caution. Um, but if it's, I've had some podcasters that every, um, I say, and um, so much. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I have to catch myself. So I try really hard not to be so specific and want to take every one of those out. If I'm doing some editing anyway and there were some issues, I may take a few of those out. Would it make for a much cleaner podcast? Yes, probably. But um, podcast editing takes a lot of time, and it's easy. I've done it many times, but it is time-consuming. So it really depends on, you know, how much time you have and and whether or not to do it. And I, I, you know, err on the side of I don't do it very often. And, of course, with Blog Talk Radio, we can just, it just goes um, 
from right from this live recording today, it will go immediately into the Blog Talk Radio archive. It will go right to iTunes and right to Stitcher. And so it's a beautiful thing that immediately after the show, even five minutes after the show, someone can listen to it and it's just right there available to people. And that's what we kind of found too is that people prefer the just natural flow of things versus waiting mm-hmm. a couple of days or a week to get at it. Um, they right. really want to hear it. They, 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 they saw the promotion about it, and now they want to hear it. So uh, it just it's kind of a decision that you have to make. But if you, I would say if you're going to record, I would recommend that you pre-record. This is my own thought. Just pre-record, then play the, play the edited recording so that it can be on the day and at the time that they're expecting right. and then the people can listen to the archive immediately afterwards. we got a lot more ground to cover here, and we're running out of minutes, please. I know. So, Right. What is the importance of getting the word out in advance, and how can you network effectively to get your show found by people? Well, for us, it's the podcast network, and that was the key. When I wanted to start this Vintage Homeschool Moms podcast, I thought about where to put it. And then I thought, gosh, this would be better with friends. And I said to the Lord, okay, give me a list. And he gave me a list of people, and I started messaging people and calling them, and other people have been thinking about doing a podcast. So for me, it's the strength in numbers. We're all like-minded on the Homeschool Radio Network one, and that helps a lot. So it's not just me doing the heavy lifting. We're divided among the podcasters, and now I've gotten to the point where I've even been able to hire somebody to market for us, and I will do the same thing over at the um, Ultimate Christian um, Podcast Network. And then if you are doing it yourself, you either be prepared to – do put it out on social media, and if you just throw it out there, um, people may or may not listen. Again, it's that relationship building. Um, it's almost like you know people who have a book, and all they do is um, – uh, let me give you another example. A lady in town who sells real estate, her entire Twitter feed is houses she's listing. So, you know, when you see that kind of thing, people uh, tend to not – not come and listen so you know that's another another thing that happens and people don't like you to spam their facebook pages and that kind of thing um again pinterest works the best for us and that's probably one of the better ways to to get your the word out but then again you have to build your pinterest page and follows and all of that so um you know even hiring a when we launched the um Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We, um, I had a launch team, so I had 12 moms. There again, there was an incentive of product over at Media Angels, um, and we did that. And with the um, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, we will have a launch team as well, and there will be some incentives um, as as we build our email list. Because to me, that is the number one way you know i'm on your email list marnie i've done some of your boot camps i i had your um your yearly membership and so the way because i see who your guest is and i you know decide if i'm going to listen to that broadcast or not on because i already follow you on itunes you're in my your little smiley face is in my phone and um (laughs) and so you know it's it's a another way to get to people is an email list Right, and I think I think the networking uh, effectively also when you when you invite a guest, give them easy ways to share where they're going to be. I can't I can't tell you how many times I've been on other shows, 
and it's coming up to launch, and I still don't have a clue where this show is going to air. You know, it's like um, right. that's just a real simple thing you can do as a podcaster right. to increase your listens is to help your guests. I, and and really, honestly, most of my guests. I mean, I remember I remember having on a DJ from Australia, and he's on the air every single morning in Australia. And he came on my show, stayed up <laughs> all night. He came on my show to talk about how to do a great interview when you're being interviewed on the air. And and on the show he said, I can't even tell you how excited I was to do this program with you today. I, I, I interview people all the time, but I hardly ever get interviewed. So it's amazing. You as a podcaster are actually giving someone a platform that they're usually not used right. to, or it is an everyday affair for sure for most people. And they really, it is newsworthy for them and for the people who love them and follow them. They want to know that. And so, you know, make it easy for them to help you share the word as well. Well, we have, is there anything else you wanted to share there? Because we do have one more topic. Yeah. um, I put this in my email that went out to thousands of people, this interview, whether or not, you know, my listeners might want to listen to a podcast. But when I did put it on my Facebook wall and my social media um, girl did, did put it out there and I'm not even sure where she put it, Marnie, because that's what she does now. Um, but I'm sure it's all over. And, uh, and so, you know, that people were, were posting on my wall and this one girl, that's my friend. Um, I didn't even know she wanted to do a podcast. So she's, she's listening. So, you know, and other people were emailing me and saying, you know, where can I hear it? And it will be, I think it plays immediately, um, on that one post because you sent me the link and that was easy to do. So, yeah. Yeah, make everything as easy as possible. I think that's the bottom line. Get it as many places as possible and make it as easy as possible. <laughs> Maybe right. sum it all up. <laughs> so how do you monetize it all? Well, that's the fun part, right? You know, <laughs> uh, I've had podcasters uh, who have said, you know, their number one reason for doing it, because that's another question I ask. I ask a lot of questions, and I do speak to the people that I bring on as podcasters. I've learned a lot, um, and one of the things, if they're just telling me that they're in it to make money, um, I, it, it's definitely not the place to come, you know, uh, get a different job. But there are rewards, and one is selling your own product or service. Um, one of my podcasters never wanted to make any money in her podcast. All she was going to do was promote, you know, her two, three books and her blog, And so she even took a hiatus to finish writing a curriculum she was working on. And when she came back with her new book, she was blown away on how many she sold. And I talked to her um, recently, and she I just got a kick out of her. And she goes, I will never say I'm not going to podcast again. Because that, to her, because she had other books. And when, you know, but she, again, had been podcasting for a year. Maybe it was a year, year and a half, and she, you know, asked me, can I take a break? And I said, absolutely, you know, and uh, she did. And so, um, you know, we have a lot of flexibility, even though I have podcasters on my network, because I want people happy, you know. And so the end of the story is she did so well on her own product, and she does not take sponsors. Now, I've personally had sponsors as little as $50 for one show, up to thousands of dollars for a block of time. Um, and so that is, you know, th- that's amazing when it happens and it's exciting. Um, but uh, for me, I am very careful. Um, like a, there was one p- sponsor that was going to be very, very lucrative. And um, I had to ask people, you know, why would you use this product? And 
they told me. And when they did, um, I thought, okay, I can, I can, you know, use this person because otherwise it doesn't seem like, you know, it would be a good fit for me. And then, um, you know, the other thing is I can sell my own books. I can, uh, because I have a podcast, people see me. I've had a, uh, some of my podcasters have been asked to speak at conferences because they were, they fan, I, you know, my one podcaster, she, she does college prep genius and it's all on, she, she's been everywhere. She asked me if I knew her and then I get her book. I I didn't know her and I get her book and on the back it says as seen on like every major network, NBC and ABC, Fox <laughs> network, CNN. And I'm going, Oh my gosh, she's a homeschool mom. How did I not know her? Because she's, she was out there, but she, and she uh-huh. was at homeschool conferences. Well, anyway, she got um, – she's always emailing me because people find her through her podcast. And even though she's been on all these networks, podcasts are out there. I got a client that um, listened to my writing and publishing podcast on Blog Talk. I haven't podcasted there in years, Marnie. So, uh-huh. you know, yeah. that's a great thing. And I do have great news. I am going to start um, uh, by popular demand another podcast and that will be over on my Christian network but on um, writing, publishing and podcasting because I realize there's so much information we didn't get to today that um, that would be great. Well you're such a a unique uh, person because you've done it all. You've done the publishing. You've done the writing of your own books. You've done publishing for many other people. You've done the podcasting and the, the expos and the big programs too. And it's kind of a rare, rare time to find a person who personally does all of those things. Usually one, you know, pigeonhole oh, somewhere. So it's so fun that you can do that. And in fact, you guys need to go over and check out Felisa's stuff. I'm going to give you the main um, website is media angels.com yes. mediaangels.com and I, I actually Felice, so I was thinking early about a branding and that is what I think of you always even though you do all these many things I always think of you as media angels right. well <laughs> we're going to actually rebrand that page because when you go to media angels you don't see the the radio network and you don't see the new Christian podcast okay. network so how, we actually are doing that? that yeah how can somebody yeah, find so, that if they're looking for that today Right. It's ultimatechristianpodcastnetwork.com, and there is a sign-up sheet. So if you want to, um, you know, sign up for that easing, and if you do and hit reply, it will come to me. So if you want to know how to get me, you can find me on Facebook as well. Um, but through that easing, and then we're going to be collecting, um, you know, emails, obviously, to let you know when that launches, uh, as well as, um, if you're interested in creating a podcast and would like to do it in, on a network, um, and we're welcome, uh, you're welcome to contact me about that as well. Real quick, Felice, on that, there is a charge to be involved in that podcast network, is there not? Yes, there is, yes. and it's it's very minimal. So there's different uh, levels that we, everything from do it yourself to we do everything for you, and you just give us your audio. So we walk you through the process and, you know, it's just like, you know, Marnie talked about Stitcher and iTunes and all of that stuff. We've already figured it all out and you don't have to. So even if you're at the entry level, you get um, training and, you know, help. So it's not because we figured everything out ourselves, didn't we, Marnie? And it was yeah. difficult. <laughs> it was very, right. very Lots difficult. Of learned. We, can, we can help yeah. you. We can shorten that learning curve. Please, we are out of time. Thank you for being here. Thank you. 
And thank you all for being here. What a great show, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. And in the meantime, I'll see you over at marty.com. You have a great day. We'll see you next time.